All right, wherever you are right now, I want you to pull down your pants. Oh my god! No. <laughs> and Again? check what underwear you're wearing, because if it's not Mac Weldon, you have made a huge mistake. Uh, in addition to looking good and feeling good, Mac Weldon's products also, uh, I don't know, smell good because they're antimicrobial. <laughs> they got natural fibers. That's good. They have built-in performance capabilities. I'll tell you, I don't know what that means, but I know it when I feel it, and I'm feeling it right now because I'm wearing Mac Weldon's. They even have a line of silver underwear, which, like I said, is antimicrobial, and it's all shipped right to your door. None of that leaving the house and going to the store garbage, which none of us likes. If you don't like your first pair of Mac Weldon boxers, keep it, and they will still refund you, and they won't ask a single question other than maybe, how are you doing today? Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first purchase using the promo code REBOUND. Again, it's MacWeldon.com. 20% off using the promo code REBOUND. It's a good deal for good underwear. <laughs> that <laughs> should for, be their new slogan. For a good cause. Maybe. It's for us. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Mac so, and Dana Weldon have to get their kids through college. It's a good cause no matter what. <laughs> Very important news, just as we're recording this. It seems that the Apple leaks are coming from inside the house. <laughs> I haven't read the story from the outline, but yeah. tell me tell me what it means. Uh, it means very... Da- well, actually, the interesting tidbit I took away from it, just having started to skim it right before we recorded here, is that apparently, according to Apple, there were more leaks coming from the Apple campus than from the supply chain this past year. Huh. Hmm. So the leaks literally contrary, are coming from inside the house. <laughs> contrary to popular opinion. Does anybody know um the director of worldwide <laughs> investigations name for not, Apple? Not personally. <laughs> oh, his name is Lee Friedman. Mm, mm, suspicious. Mm. It sounds like a fake name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I my favorite thing about this story so far is that the briefing titled Stopping Leakers, Keeping Confidential Apple was leaked. leaked. So naturally, yeah. <laughs> this is going well so far. <laughs> I like that there's a, a section, how Apple stops leaks, because the answer is, doesn't. <laughs> it's also, like, I feel like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this point as cogently as I'm thinking it, but um, Apple don't have to care, right? Apple has to do exactly this. Apple has to play exactly this game. They have to make sure not every single thing leaks, and they have to have some secrecy, but they also don't have to lose a lot of sleep if some stuff leaks out. Like, it just doesn't matter. And I think they're totally, I would imagine, totally content with the current level of leaking. I don't think they want to have a ton more, but I can't imagine that it's, it, it doesn't affect anything, right? Nobody's well, not buying iPhones. Well, that's, so that's the thing, is from a business perspective, maybe. That's not what Tim Cook says. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean the, he's made that point a couple of times, I think, now on, on the conference calls where he's said, you know, oh, you know, our sales were down this quarter because everyone's expecting the next phone. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's because of leaks. I think it's because they and put out a phone and every year. I don't year. know that. Yeah, but I mean, I, th- I think he's made the he's kind of blamed it on that. But and I think that that is also possibly just you know spin. spin. Yeah, I think that is probably spin. And here's the thing: even if it is like Lex is right, people know that there are new phones coming every year now, right? So people do stop buying. Like the the phone Dude, the phone business like. is very seasonal for Apple, right? Because they release a phone in September. Tons of people buy it then. It slopes downwards for a while, and then it ramp. You know, it, it dies off right before the new phones release. So I don't think that you know necessarily that is a leak. Seems like a convenient explanation for that, but mm-hmm. the seasonality of the business seems more logical. I think it's interesting that because they talked a lot about 
I think him and maybe when um, Schiller and Federighi were on the talk show at WWC, I feel like the the topic they up brought up several times is they're like, it's not that it hurts the business so much as that it they 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 argue it hurts the people who work on the products to see their work leaked ahead of time before it's finished, and like to me that's. <laughs> okay fine yeah it's a bummer i guess if you're a guy and you're working on something and it gets leaked but like i don't, don't know don't you feel bad that don't seems, you feel bad leaking their hard work that seems kind of kind of not the best excuse yeah, and for like, that again most of the people leaking as we now know are the people working <laughs> are the people working on the things who are so and excited they want to they talk about show it. us they want to talk about it right and you can't blame them and i don't know like I would say that the vast majority of sources of the people who are like the Grubers of the world are directly the people who are working on the things, right? His oh, little sure. birdies oh, yeah. are the people oh, sure. working on the things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are, I mean, and some stuff I'm sure doesn't make it into, you know, publication, right? Because sometimes, you know, I've had people tell me things. I would say most stuff probably doesn't. Right. Actually. Like I've had people tell me things that I'm not going to write about because it would be very obvious immediately who that person is or where they are placed and that would get that person into trouble and it's like i don't think any of us are out to get anybody into trouble except Lee maybe friedman, Lee friedman. yeah i don't know then maybe you should use a better pseudonym next time is all i'm saying <laughs> I'll um, think about it. but yeah i don't know uh, there's there was a lot of stuff i felt like this time around that did not get leaked which you know there was stuff that was talked about and speculated about but nobody knew what the home pod looked like for w for wwe yeah WWE, nobody WWE, knew what the home pod yes. looked like no one knew what the imac pro looked like i mean you know there was the stuff that was being leaked was people talking about things like um you know the, that with the processor bumps and it's like that's just that's just roadmap stuff like that's not even a leak that's like you figured that intel comes out with a new processor it's gonna make it into new computers <laughs> And the software stuff has traditionally been much more secure. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't feel like it was yeah. particularly bad this time around. But, yeah, stuff. I mean, Apple's leaked its own crap several times now. Like, when they tweeted the iPhone 7 thing <laughs> at the beginning of the iPhone 7 event. Like, yeah. they've screwed up and published stuff themselves about their own product. So, you know, get your get your shit in order, Apple. Yeah. Get your shit in order, Apple. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's the message of this podcast. <laughs> it's I I don't know if even Apple, who loves making thin small devices, can make a violin small enough f- for me to play when Tim Cook complains <laughs> that maybe their sales were hurt by things getting leaked. Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling deep sympathy. I love Tim Cook. I think Tim Cook is a great man and a great CEO, but I just like I'm not buying it. It's not a problem. They're fine. You did the the pictures of him recently didn't seem like he was very happy. <laughs> so, like, what's your take on this? A lot of CEOs called in sick yeah. when the White House invited them and said, "Oh, we have uh, conflicts." That's what Facebook said. Um, and, and Elon Musk has apparently dropped out, right? Right. Elon Musk left the committee, but yeah. the picture that I saw had uh, Bezos. It had it had Amazon, Microsoft, and Apple, right? Yeah. Right, and um, those, other ones. those other, are the ones that I recognize. There are some other ones too. And, oh, oh, and uh, Eric Schmidt was apparently there because he, he, he <laughs> was quoted as He's... something that was completely bizarre oh, and unreal. Well, said, thank Eric you Schmidt. to our. His, yeah. I believe Eric Schmidt's direct quote was, "Thank you, dear leader, for all of your guidance." <laughs> this wasn't I like that cabinet meeting, right? Um, <laughs> all hell, our new ant overlords. <laughs> the. Um, I heard an interview this morning on the radio here with the CEO of Akamai, who was there because they're a local company. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
ostensibly the stuff that they're talking about is stuff that should be done right it's like better security for government and modernizing government it apparatus like the government is not efficient in any of those departments they definitely need to be fixing them (laughs) then why do they look so unhappy to be there (laughs) yeah i think i think people showed up because they wanted to feel like they were bigger than the like political argument because there is an actual thing there's there's work to be done there but i don't think anybody was happy about it (laughs) i just uh, you know (laughs) but it's good to see the ceo of whole foods there it's mm-hmm. like it's like it's like negotiating with terrorists. That's what it's like. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna have no, to leave that no for another show. <laughs> uh yeah. Well <laughs> while we put distance between that and the rest okay. of the show. Go right ahead. <laughs> springtime. Springtime. Let's even say summertime. The seasons changing are a great time to hit the reset button and retackle personal goals like getting fit, cleaning, and cooking. Luckily, Blue Apron makes incredible home cooking easy and accessible by delivering seasonal recipes with step-by-step instructions and pre-portioned ingredients right to your door, all for less than $10 per meal. They can put it right by your underwear. You can, because the Mac Weldon's also goes to Anyway, you can customize your recipes based on your preferences and select a delivery option that's right for you. I am the pickiest eater I know including my kids, and I can pick recipes that work for me. Plus, there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Some of the meals available in June, oh, I forgot to eat before we did this. Some of the meals available in June include warm smoked trout and asparagus salad with fingerling potatoes and garlic croutons. I made that yesterday. Spiced spiced zucchini enchiladas with creamy lime and tomato rice. Elote-style vegetable tostadas with summer squash, poblano peppers, and cilantro rice. Peach honey glazed chicken with mashed mashed sweet potatoes, collard greens, and Thai basil. That's my favorite sounding one so far. How was the uh, smoked trout, Dan? It was pretty good. I really love smoked trout. Nice. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash rebound. You will love how good it feels and tastes and smells to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. It's blueapron.com slash rebound. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Tim Cook. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't cook Mm-mm. Tim Cook. So, Dan, I, I ordered your um, your little keyboard. You ordered my... Oh, really? Wait, my keyboard? I mean, your little keyboard. You can't have yeah. my so keyboard. If, you're miss- if it's missing... <laughs> You you if you look around for it and it's not there. It's because I ordered it. Well, I hope you get your money's worth out of it. I wrote a lot of yeah. people were very curious about it, so I wrote a review. Right. It, it's I, do, I just like issues. the idea that I can just grab it and go instead of it having is, to like take the cover off of my iPad, snap it into the back thing, and then snap that. I mean, it's very grabbable. The drudgery. It's the drudgery. I know the, I your everyday life already has so much drudgery mm-hmm. in it. Why add this more? Is, <laughs> this is going to save me so much time. I'm going to be so productive after I get this keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> has there ever been a technology gadget where you you like that's actually happened? That actually happened. <laughs> that's a good question i think probably not because i definitely i know exactly where you're coming from on that one i have any number of things where i'm like yes finally this will solve all my problems no it won't i just want something new to play with i will i will i mean i think that uh uh, you know, as a writer, as someone who just mostly works in tiny little text files all day long, um, having uh, something like, doc, about your Dropbox text files like that. actually, <laughs> I, I actually use um, iCloud mostly for my syncing now, even though I also use Dropbox. <laughs> well, let's come back to that. <laughs> okay. Um, just that, that ability to have it on any device um, has made a big difference instead of trying to shuffle <laughs> things back and forth. Is this an iCloud ad? <laughs> 
This is no. It could be Dropbox. It could be Amazon. Device. It could be anything. It's really upped my game. I don't know how I ever lived without my documents available on all. I of my remember devices. how I lived without my documents. <laughs> like a, like I was cop- a, like constantly copying them to to disks or drives or something and moving them back and forth. Actually, yeah, I like, will say so. That's and this is what separates us from the animals. So, so new, not to trump your keyboard buying news molds, but wait, we're back to him again. Yes. What does someone else? What someone else want to go? <laughs> no, go, trump. go, go ahead, continue. <laughs> uh, I bought. I ordered a new iMac. Because oh, it was time. Look at this guy. It was time. It's not coming with a keyboard. What? <laughs> Damn it! I ordered, your, <laughs> I need I ordered your keyboard. I need that keyboard, John. How am I supposed to work? Um, but <laughs> the I, keyboard is what's made the big difference. Can for I me actually in terms t- of productivity? <laughs> yeah, really being able to enter letters. It's <laughs> really, really up my game. Um, and let me tell you what the the feature I am most looking forward to on this iMac, believe it or not, because this sort of reminds me of your iCloud comment, is that I will finally have an iMac that works with the the version new version of airdrop and i can actually oh, send yeah. files i and i'm like i'm i've been using um uh, printopia still as a workaround for that where you like print oh, wow. something to acorn or whatever and it's like just i just want to get screenshots over sometimes and i hate it i hate having to do that like that was a great product when they first came out with printopia and they're like you can get stuff off the ipad onto your computer by like hijacking the print service essentially i was like that's amazing but that was like five years ago and i feel like we've moved on since then and it's just frustrating to me i can do it between my macbook and my ipad or my ipad and my iphone or whatever but i can't get stuff onto my imac without going through some convoluted process so i'm very excited to have an imac that will be airdrop capable yeah see i'm happy for you thank you uh, thank you also with a retina 5k display that is going to be amazing I will say, yeah. I, in general, I'm not. I don't love AirDrop because I find that I have to leave it on, like receive from everybody all the time, or else my wife can't see me when she wants to see me, even though we are contacts. And that means that then occasionally you get the random strangers airdropping things in public places. But it is always Does that, has that happened good. to you? That's never happened. Oh, yeah. to me, although I don't think I leave it on that way, so maybe but, that's why. That's never happened. Uh, to me. I, I sometimes trolled my friends when they leave theirs on. <laughs> but that's yeah. about it i haven't done i also have random. to resist the urge to do it to strangers that, that's <laughs> um, one of the bigger problems mm-hmm. isn't it but um I, my point was actually going to be overall positive in that it is 100 consistent for me in going to my mac uh, i'm just surprised that you go to printopia and haven't used iMessage because that's the other way if airdrop for whatever reason doesn't show up to show something so... i always iMessage stuff to myself iMessage iMessaging stuff to yourself is so dumb though yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i've done I mean, it that's... i have a thread like to, i have a thread that's a conversation with myself and it's just like i'm not even sure how i would do that i just i just send it to my email at, i mean just you, it's like, just your own phone number you can just yeah, literally you can just send it to yourself like sending yourself an email Weird. it's not that yeah. Yeah. it's but stop it's, sending yourself stop but sending if, yourself. if it's like an, if it's an email i have to have another email address no you don't no you don't you can send, I can like send from and to, I've never even done that. You've never oh sent God, yourself John. an email? Oh my God. I've sent myself an email, but I send it to, I send it, I always send it from like my .Mac account to my You Gmail can send from and to the same address. The same way you can put a okay. letter in the, in the mail addressed yeah. to your home address. Yeah, that I, that I know I can do. I, that John, I do are you, that's how I solve, John, that's how you, I solve all of my crimes. <laughs> <laughs> John, are you perhaps like and by still, my crimes? I mean, the ones that I commit. Are you still yeah. stuck in an era where it's like, I can't call my phone. It's got a busy signal. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is something that my rotary yes, dial. the children of today will never know that sound. 
yes, you can send yourself an email. Um, and I, actually, I have found that AirDrop has started to work a lot better in recent months. I found it pretty reliable for the last several years, actually. I I was having a terrible time with it, and that was one of the reasons why I liked um, when Sierra came out and, and it had that, that uh, unified like desktop and everything mm. across all your devices because that was my that was the way that i sh- shared stuff i still have not turned that on that in worked because my imac i have all the podcast files on the desktop so <laughs> that oh, would be yeah. bad yeah that would be a bit of a problem <laughs> yeah this is only this this is only an 81 gigabyte folder it's fine i can't imagine what the problem <laughs> would be <laughs> speaking of large gigabyte folders did you see that amazon has changed their uh did we talk about this their oh, price no but you and i you and i got affected by this yes Right. Uh, but Amazon used I mean, to offer get, unlimited storage year. for sixty dollars a month, or sixty dollars a year, right? <laughs> and yeah. then you get this this uh, low fan for email. By the way, we're changing your plans, and so when it's renewal time, instead you're going to get what is it? Some large amount, a terabyte. It's a terabyte. Yeah, it's a terabyte for sixty dollars a month, right? Or sixty dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be worse. <laughs> yeah, sixty dollars a year. Um, and so what's what bums me out about it is it feels like it's it's got to be one of those same small percentage of bad actors kind of things a terabyte's going to be fine for me for a long time so i think it'll be fine but mm-hmm. uh, you also have to wonder what the hell are these people storing there <laughs> if amazon said well we've got to cap it at a terabyte you don't want to know um yeah it, well so now uh their low end is still cheaper than apple but once you get up into those those higher like terabyte uh, that terabyte area it's actually the same um per ter for you know per megabyte but i can't back up my whole computer to uh icloud the way i can with uh, the backup software i use arc yes yeah Down. that software doesn't work right so is that what you're saying that's that yeah that's what i'm saying yeah yeah manage yeah what dan are you right still now? there yeah i just decided i wasn't interested <laughs> He just fell asleep. <laughs> but, but Dan, we're talking about Amazon. It's your favorite company. <laughs> what, if, what if we were talking about Prime Day, Dan? <laughs> oh, well, now you have my attention. So, yeah. So Apple does not offer a one terabyte tier anymore. Ever, they did at one point. terabyte but, tier, um, right? But, so, but they have the two terabyte tier, which is twice as much as Amazon's one terabyte tier. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. I was Got my that? understanding there would be no math. Yeah, well... <laughs> You're telling me two terabytes is twice as much as one terabyte. Yeah, but no, Am I, I mean, we talk, right? we we have we have long we have long complained about Apple's prices, mm. and they're still high on the low end. But now they're they're exactly the same as Amazon's at the high end. So wait, you can get two terabytes for both for sixty? What is it? Sixty bucks a year? No, I'm no one. Ter- you Do can get again. one terabyte, one terabyte a year from Amazon. And if you go up to two terabytes at Amazon, it's twice that much, which is like 120, which is what Apple charges for two, uh, two okay. terabytes. All right. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> uh, I've never used Amazon for any sort of cloud storage stuff. Should I be? Is that a thing I should be doing? It's now my primary backup solution. Is yeah, I, I, mean, I have a time machine. I have a NAS. Because we, we use the ARC. Yeah, I, just, I use ARC to back up everything to Amazon because I know it'll be there. Not anymore. No. <laughs> Some of it will be there. Luckily, I'm not backing up a whole terabyte, so I'm all right. Okay. Well, there you go. You're fine then. Yeah, I've mainly still been using CrashPlan and some local... I'm trying to figure out what, how I'm going to deal with having three computers that I need to back up. And I really hate backing up multiple computers. It's just kind of irritating to like mm-hmm. 
Do you do a super duper for each of them plus cloud backups? Do you do time machines? Like how many external drives do you need? Like it's just kind of it's it's a whole production. I really do wish there were some iCloud backup mechanism for Macs because I feel like at least just backing up, you don't have to back up all my files there, but like backing up some of the critical things or letting me like ask to have certain folders and files backed up there would make my life way easier. The problem is they would they would probably base it on Time Machine. <laughs> I guess I don't know, or base it on whatever iCloud backup does for iOS devices. I mean, they've already got that facility yeah, built sure in there. I, I would love that. to see that equivalent of that for the Mac, just because I it gets. Well, annoying. maybe after they change file systems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might help. I mean, yeah, from what the, the little bit I have read about APFS suggests that it is more efficient about storing stuff because you can store like changes rather yeah. than the whole new file. So I don't know. Right, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. I um, I I had some some non nerdy friends over, and <sighs> they I don't <laughs> Those know people. They have Sonos speakers, as do I, and they were saying our, that our Amish friends. They really wanted to get an Echo, but they're like, they don't want to bother until the Sonos integration exists. Because they're like, why would I have a thing that can't control my Sonos speakers? And I thought that was really interesting because they are definitely like not super nerdy people, but they were like, well, I want an Echo, but I'm going to wait until the Sonos integration is there. I thought that was interesting. Well, I mean, hmm. I think that's where it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, in the same way that you, if you'd had, say, AirPlay speakers set up in an era where you had to control them with your Mac, like that would be cool, but it would be a thing where it's like, oh, it's kind of fiddly because you got to go over to your Mac and then you have manage your play queue yep. there, etc. And so like putting it on iOS devices made it a lot easier because at least your phone is often with you. But like voice control of your music seems like just the next logical progression there. Yeah, that's what I, I think. You're not gonna, you're not gonna convince me otherwise. <laughs> I'm not. Do we gonna know try. how that? Do we know how that that um, Amazon that Alexa integration is going to? I mean, I'm assuming it's across the whole device, but uh, I don't across. It's not just mean? for like the the Amazon Music part. I don't think we know how that's going to work yeah. yet. I mean, or I guess it's probably just, or is it just like a silo? Like you have this little Amazon Echo silo, and it can do your because it's not going to do Apple Music, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can hook. A, is it the question is whether the people in control here are Sonos or Amazon, right? Because if it's Sonos and Sonos is finding a way to expose all of your music library and like have it, have you able to request anything in there? Then why not? I don't think Amazon cares at that point. But if it's Amazon doing the dictating here, then you're right. Then it seems less likely that they're yeah. going to have music integration. But then you're going to have a lot of angry Sonos customers who are like, why can't I play my stuff back from Apple Music? So I don't know. I well, think we're going to have to. I mean, it, it may be. I mean, I don't, there's no way. I don't think there's any way for them to hook into that stuff. I, mean, I don't think there's like an API for because the, the way it works, the way the Apple Music stuff works on the Sonos is it's just this. It's just it's like an app you go into. So. And I'm pretty sure Apple doesn't like <laughs> have a whole bunch of APIs for hooking into that thing. Well, they must have something, right? I mean, because if you were press, I, I haven't used the Apple Music integration because I'm not an Apple Music subscriber. But if it's anything like the Amazon Music one, you can just search in the Sonos app, pull up a song, and play it. Right? Like it doesn't it doesn't like kick you to the Amazon Music app. Yeah. Mm. So on the Apple Music side, presumably there is some API because otherwise, they how do they get access to all that information? You search okay. So if I search uh, at the okay, so you okay, you can search. All right, it does search across stuff. All right, so I'm wrong. Well, there you go, guys. You can search across stuff. So I'm wrong. 
problem. I just hadn't done that before. I just always solved. go right into the app and play. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I imagine that's part of the reason why it's taken so long to actually put this out is that it's complex when you're dealing with a number of different services there, whether it be Apple Music, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, whatever, right? Like, it's a lot of services to work with. So if the, right. depending on what they make available, that could be pretty complex. So I'm, I'm surprised that they are allowing this some way. So I'm curious to see if it is the, what they come up with is eventually like something that's like, we're going to start with like a limited number of services and maybe expand later. I wouldn't be shocked. Do we, uh, do they issued a release date on that? No. Sometime this year, so. I think is as, as close as it gets. So my, my, uh, my home pod might get here before then anyway. I also, no, I, I won't. <laughs> Hundred percent. No, they said they're shipping that in December. Is not shipping until New Year's Eve. (laughs) I have to assume that Sonos is going to release a speaker that has Alexa integration built in, right? Like it seems like why would they not? Meaning, like one that has the microphones that you can talk to directly from from Sonos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know because Apple license. I mean, Apple Amazon licensed technology, and it's there. So yeah, yeah. I I feel like it's gonna happen. I feel like they would make a deal with someone. The question is who, right? Like, arguably, they could make a deal with Microsoft because they've made a deal with Harman Kardon. Like, eh, there are a number of players in this space. Any, and I'm surprised nobody, Google, Amazon, Apple, whatever. I'm surprised nobody appears to have tried to buy Sonos because you feel like yeah, that is an attractive target for. But like Apple, it seems to feel like it can do the same exact stuff in house, right? So, yeah. And their their stuff is nice, but it doesn't look like Apple's stuff. What the Sonos, particularly? Yeah, well, I guess the white one kind of does, but um, black one doesn't look that bad either. I mean, I've got it over here next I mean, to like a cinema display. It, it looks, looks more like reasonable. a Microsoft device to me. <laughs> huh. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's you it's a nice so? piece of hardware. I I honestly yeah. don't feel no, it's like fine. it's anything. I, it's mostly no, no, like, that, was, that wasn't really that was not a put down. That God wasn't, damn that wasn't you, supposed John. to be a put down. Well, I mean, I don't know. I look at, you know, the HomePod, I don't think looks hugely different other than, you know, it has the touch, the glowing thing on top instead of like a physical button. Not convinced that's a winning way to go either, but you can't have physical buttons anymore. Apparently not. You were not allowed to. Even though they work really well. And really, you still you're really push dance. You're really pushing my physical buttons, John. Ah, I beat you there. I, I know. You there. I, I let you. Here. I let you go. I didn't talk all over you. <laughs> so basically, the 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 top of the HomePod is a, a basically the touch bar. Is that, is that what it is? It's not Something even that like capable. That. <laughs> it's from my understanding, based on what I think like, it is, because it can be a volume control or it can be other things. Did they say that? I think they said it's I a Gruber. Th- I don't think yeah, they, I think so. Nobody I think got I to that. use it. That's the thing. Nobody got to touch it. There was no none of that. Yeah, right, been, I, d- none of that has been designed, as far as I can tell. <laughs> I'm sure it's been designed. I think they're just so, not ready to show it. Maybe, but <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah, you can use it as a volume control. Do whatever you want to. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, speaker, you choose. <laughs> what I heard, what I heard from someone who got to see one firsthand, was that there were plus and minus buttons on the top, but they were not allowed to touch them. And when they asked the person. Well, sure. How do you mute this? They're like, we're not talking about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think Jason even wrote about that actually, but uh, I think that John said that it changes on his on somewhere in Daring Fireball. I think he said that the what's on there changes at different times. Hey, okay, all right. It does say it does say tap yeah. the top of HomePod to play, pause, or adjust the volume. The top also shows you when Siri is listening with an LED waveform that animates with your every word. So there is some t- sort of touch capability. And there is an animation that like glows, and when you've been heard, kind of like the ring on the Echo or the fl- flashing lights on the Google Home. But it's unclear 
what else? I mean, it's not a display, right? It's not like a screen in the sense of it's not displaying information, it seems like. Not yet. Well, they certainly haven't shown that. Although, if, I think if it shows that waveform, it seems like maybe it's capable of doing Someone that. Someone was asking about that, and I think it, the thing is, it's just, it's just an LED. Like, it's a light. There's no way it's yeah. just an LED, based on what they're showing. It's, it literally it's says with an LED waveform. <laughs> what does that even mean? What the hell is an LED waveform? I think it just means, like, I don't know. I saw somebody, somebody was like, like Cable like Sasser, somebody was posting. It's, it's, a, it's an animation of LEDs. What do you want? This is what they're writing. I want better writing, Dan, is what I want. I hate you. you and me both. I don't, I don't think that it shows anything more complicated than a Siri waveform and maybe a volume indication. I honestly think that is all that it shows. Putting my, I'm putting my, my $10 down. We can, we can settle this bet when we settle all the bets, which is oh, when, yeah, good. Okay. when this show eventually ends. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to write this down. Episode 1000. Incidentally, this Dan. show eventually ends when one of us dies. $10 oh, that HomePod top. <laughs> that's, the, that's what it's called, by the way. It's, it's like, a, like a muffin top? <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> it's less delicious just an, i'll tell you just that just an L, just a dumb led that's what dan says <laughs> all right that's cool okay we'll see cash on the barrel <laughs> cash on the home pod <laughs> they should call it the eye barrel what what are they not what are they thinking <laughs> yeah that's that's leaving money on the table right there it's just it's not calling it the eye barrel okay uh <laughs> anything else <laughs> I really do like the Harmony Hub that Dan convinced me I should get. Excellent. Well done. You may live. Thank you. <laughs> um, so it, it sounds like we have to do follow-up, because apparently on other podcasts, but not this one, Dan talked about how Apple does make a case for the iPad that has a pencil holder. Meanwhile, we oh, spent yeah. like 10 minutes bemoaning the fact that Apple doesn't make an iPad they case make, with they a make pencil a, holder. They make an incredibly expensive... This was announced last... This was announced at WWC. They make an incredibly expensive leather sleeve that has a, like... A pencil holder on it. So yes, oh, it's a sleeve. Yeah. You can't even use the iPad while it's in there. No, you have to take it's a it out. sleeve. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> yes, that is why. I, and it's also incredibly expensive. And yeah, it's one hundred and forty nine dollars. Yeah. Sorry for no. a leather sleeve. <laughs> so I'll tell you that, what I that bought. has a that has a little pencil loop or like it's a, not even a loop. It's basically like the same thing they sell that individual pencil holder for, but like stitched onto yeah. the thing, which yeah. is what makes that other holder so weird. So I went out and bought basically just like. A $15, it's like a silicone sleeve for the pencil that has a magnet in it. Yep. And you can just magnet it to the smart cover or your iPad because your iPad already has magnets in it. And you know what? It works pretty well. It's not like the most elegant thing in the world, but if you just want to avoid losing your Apple Pencil, it works pretty well. So I, I can recommend that. I've only used it for uh, a few days now, but it's... um, And it's not like the sleeve... I've seen some other various solutions with people who have like elastics that go around the smart cover, for example, that have like a little pencil pocket on them. That seems all right. I don't know. Um, this one is like the silicone sleeve reminds me a lot of, uh, do you remember back in, do you have those things in elementary school when you had the pencils that had like the little rubber things that went on the pencils so you could grip them better? Oh yeah. It's kind of like having that. I mean, it's very, it's thin and not that like bulky, but like it's basically a sleeve that you put on and leave on. And then you can just, you know, magnet it places. But it's, it's yeah. since it's silicone, it's fairly, like, cushy. So it's not, like, I don't really feel like it disrupts 
using the pencil at all. Uh-huh. So that, I mean, for 15 bucks, it's a pretty good solution, I think. What are you doing with your pencil, by the way, Dan? Like, are you, are you an artist or is this more like Yeah, I am now an artist. Notes? I am now an award-winning artist. <laughs> the pencil will turn you into an artist. It will just make are you your drawings. Are you illustrating the cover of the Caledonian Gambit Part 2, Gambiter? <laughs> uh, Gambit Harder, please. Thank you. Uh, I mean, it's going to be, this, it's gonna be way better. The Gambit. <laughs> it's going to be way better than Gambit. that first cover. Let me tell you. Um, I I am not using it to draw so much, but I've been using it to take some notes and just do like diagramming and stuff like that. Like I find it handy to just be able to sort of freeform sketch, like draw schematics and stuff like when I'm doing uh, note taking for books and what have you. So I, I like truly it. can't remember. Did Apple say that it's going to start like if you take handwritten notes, can it recognize the text or no? It can search it. It doesn't turn it into text, but like in theory, it can What's search it. Mean? We, it doesn't turn see. it doesn't turn it into like editable typed text, right? But like, you can search it for words. Yeah, because you can. It just OCRs it essentially. That's not a very uncommon. Like the a bunch of the third party apps that do handwriting, like Apple Pencil note taking, can already do this. Like it basically can just recognize. Oh, that that says the. It's not that hard. Like, <laughs> but it still keeps. I it can like, recognize the pretty fast. Also, it still keeps it in handwriting. It doesn't change it into correct okay the idea i think specifically in notes in the notes app like if you write a note and it's like oh man i knew i scribbled something down at some point you can search it's i mean i've used ios 11 beta a bit it it's not 100 percent foolproof (laughs) we talked about last week fuck off (laughs) the leaks are coming from inside the podcast (laughs) it's it's not like fantastic it's not fantastically amazing if you have shitty handwriting it's not gonna magically be able to figure out what you meant but I had this. I had this in the mid '90s. Yeah, exactly. It's it's basically the Newton. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say on the handwriting front, somebody uh, suggested several people suggested me when I talked about how I would like to see the like something that where it actually does turn into text, a la the Newton. That there is a third party keyboard that does that, and so I've been testing that a little bit. I think it's called the My Stylus keyboard. Um, surprisingly good. It's a little annoying, like about some things, because it's it's still limited to being a keyboard rather than just like a sort of write anywhere thing but it's impressive for a third-party offering like you really can just like write stuff down there and it will turn it into text and pop it in like whatever text field you have selected so it's kind of cool john what is this device that you have sent us um so um i we were talking about cases uh for ipads and this is the updated touch type case they made it a case gosh three years ago or more um, for now I can't even remember which I guess it was like the the iPad the oh, four yeah, I or saw the three or something like that the th- iPad three I think that I had which I really liked um, which is really it was a really nice leather case that held your iPad and your Apple keyboard your Apple Bluetooth keyboard so this is an updated version that they're working on uh, that holds the iPad and the um, the Magic keyboard and. It's a leather case, and then the um, the keyboard part can um, detach. And it also, for Dan, has a um, a little leather thing to hold the pencil. Yeah, and I saw that. or your Not headphones bad. or a cable or something. It looks still a little bulkier than like just using. It's the definitely. Smart cover. Yeah, I mean, and the, the other one was the other one was too. I mean, so it adds a little bulk, but it's a but it's a nice it's a nice feeling case i think my biggest problem with a lot of these cases is that you really do get to the point where it's like why didn't i just bring my laptop well then that's the yeah that's the thing i mean you have to you have to be committed to um (laughs) 
the idea of doing your work on the iPad as being like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and either equal or even, you know, an advantage. Certainly the magic I keyboard mean, is a nicer keyboard than pretty much any of the other keyboards. Right. Like, yeah, right, right. I sent you and the, then you can, you know, and then you can draw. I mean, you can draw on it. So true. I on see. the iPad. Uh, I sent you guys something that somebody sent me and that some, I saw several other people talking about, which is this text blade keyboard. Um, that is really weird. Isn't that so weird? And I got a long email from somebody talking about like, why, <laughs> why is this, this isn't even what real? Is, what, right? what is happening in this thing? I Jesus. don't, so I don't it's, know. If you're not looking at the show notes, go to waytools, W-A-Y-Tools.com to look at this wacky thing. I don't even understand what's happening. I think it's supposed to be like kind of a modular-ish. So you can like fold it up and it's got like a stand and then it's got these like weird keys that are like mo- i don't know i have no i've literally you are painting no idea. quite the word picture right I, now. I i do not i, I, I want to watch the video <laughs> but the video plays music so loud in my it's headphones so that loud. i can't even handle it yeah um oh i can just drag through the video okay is this that's horrible is this real <laughs> is this real life i so people have said uh I, this email i said like this guy says he has been testing it i really don't know what if he says he's a beta, he's a beta tester of this and has been using it for well over well, a year. Yeah, I was um, going to say, the video is from 2015. It says, <laughs> it, and he said it has been delayed and delayed, so like, you know, and people are kind of yeah. frustrated about that. Um, but that they, that he is very positive about the product. <laughs> um, I guess this claims these are multi-touch keys. I don't, well, so I, they're, it's a set of keys, um, and they're multiple letters on the same key, but the same physical key, right? Right. Even though the it's the layout is a regular QWERTY layout, but you have in one in two instances, four instances, I guess. Yeah. So have, I guess um, the idea is six like, letters on one big key. It can figure out where you're hitting that key. Right. So it's still a physical right. button, but it can figure out where yeah. on the button you're yeah. hitting it and correctly identify what letter it is. I feel like this would drive me absolutely insane. It's tiny, <laughs> which is its main, I think, probably selling point. Right. It's idea, like it's right? really small. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. That seems that seems kind of nutty. <laughs> it does. It seems extremely nutty. And I was like, I would give it a shot it if it came out. I would try it and see if it if it, it's actually the, and this this site is bizarre. It's a terrible website. Just it's terrible. A terrible website. There it is. Well, now you know what we think. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I am also. It's one of those things that sounds like it was probably. I don't know if it was a Kickstarter or what, but like it seems like it was probably, you know. Promised a lot, hasn't really delivered yet. So, yeah, I'll stick with my thirty dollar keyboard. <laughs> I'll stick with your thirty dollar keyboard. God damn it! I need that keyboard back, Moltz. <laughs> <laughs> the Couchbase Engagement Database is the only database specifically designed to deliver brilliant customer experiences across all your web, mobile, and Internet of Things apps. You get unparalleled agility, manageability, and performance at any scale. Your customers get continuously richer experiences. Learn more at couchbase.com slash the rebound. I was going to complain about my low G keyboard for my iPad Pro, but I'll save it for another time. You it slowly it. started breaking off. You could throw yeah, it out. You could throw it out. You could huck a Logie. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Yes. It's the coveted <laughs> double. Oh, God. You. 